This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Cavalry Audio. All right. So this is it. We're starting. Yeah, this is this is it. We're here. We're here. We're, um, this is your idea. I just want to <laughs> want to make it clear that I did not Thanks think this was a great idea from the beginning. I just I simply suggested like maybe we should record an episode like you and me record something like a little summer update, like yeah. 15 minutes long or something. Yeah, I agree. And then and then, you know, but then you chimed in. And you're like, no, let's do a rewatch because. <laughs> Has anyone even ever done this before on a podcast? Totally. There are people that like their entire podcast is watching other podcasts. No, that's other pod. That's other podcasts for one. Wait, wait, other podcasts. I know there's TV show rewatches, but what about like podcasts? Well, okay. Well, there is a. I I only have one example, and it and it relates to cavalry, so it's kind of biased. But the, that podcast, X Marks the Spot, that we have, there's another, there's a YouTube channel, and they watch other podcasts and, like, discuss it. Do, they do exactly what we're doing, and they've done it with the X Marks the Spot one a couple times. Like, they listen for a minute, and then they pause and interject and stuff. And, like, of co- why would we do this with a different podcast? Of course we do this with this one, because we know all the, like, you know, insider information about it. That's true. I did have a, a, a another idea, though, an alternative, which was breaking down the Beyonce Renaissance album and trying to figure out what the hell some of those lyrics mean. But <laughs> that was, I guess this is a good idea. I could have literally imagined 50 other things that you would have said that would never have made the top 50. I just want to say I don't know what bruck up is bruck up is bruck up means. <laughs> That's in there somewhere. I have no idea. I also have not listened to that entire album and actually got into an argument with one of my good friends a couple months ago because he was saying that Beyonce is the greatest artist, like, ever, essentially. Oh, wow. And I strongly disagreed with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into it with... uh, I I don't know how many of our listeners are really strong, Strong huge Beyonce fans, but... (laughs) I don't think I want to go down that road. Okay, let's avoid that road. Okay, so but so yes. okay, so this episode that we picked, you you should talk about it because you're you picked it out and you have you you remember it very vividly. I do because this episode, I was still living in Atlanta. I'm in Arizona now, so this was maybe a year ago, maybe not quite a year ago. But I remember it because we were like trying to find a time, trying to find a time we couldn't, and finally we we 
found a time. It was like nine o'clock at night, my time. So Eastern time. So, and Oliver had gotten off of work and was very high. He had definitely <laughs> smoked a lot of weed before this episode. And we, I think you and me were having like a cocktail. And this is the episode that, that after it finished, after they were like, okay, bye, love you, bye. We stayed on for like 30 minutes, the four of us just shooting the shit, like just talking. And you told me to like, Joe kept trying to talk to my dog. So I put the headphone in my dog's ear and like, like, you don't remember this? No. Why do I not remember anything? It was so fun. This was like, at the end of it, Joe goes, okay, guys, I'm leaving this slumber party because it literally felt like that. Like it was so late at night. We had all had a few drinks and we were just hanging out. And it was one of my favorite, favorite moments. And the episode itself is pretty funny because (laughs) you can kind of tell, maybe you can't, but like Oliver's so giggly. (laughs) Like the whole episode, it's really funny. Okay. All right, so should we hit play on this thing and and uh, and get get yeah? Like, what's the signal? If I like, if I like, have something to say, should I just start talking and you'll hear me? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, this whole setup. Hang on, we have like, uh, we're trying to use Zoom for this, and uh, and I I can see you, but you're you're smaller than I'd like. But I don't think there's anything I can do about it. Oh wait, I think there is something I can do on my end. Look, I can do it if you. There's a little line next to the video and you can like drag it and change the size. So now we're the same size as the video on my side. What? Really? Yeah. He- hold on. I'll take a picture and send it and text it Should to you. I figured this out before Look we started. all this technology. Josh, for anyone who's listening, which probably no one is at this point, Josh has been very concerned about the setup and the tech of this, which... Well, no, it's just be- it's because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to do as much after we're done. Like when we... Once this is recorded, I just, I don't want to go back through it because I don't like hearing myself. Can I pay you a compliment to all the listeners for a second? I suppose. Okay. Um, I would just like to point out that sometimes we don't record until like Wednesday at 5 p.m., and the recording is what, 90 minutes when all is said and done, sometimes less. And then Josh still, you know, then Joe and Oliver are done. I'm make social media stuff, but essentially done. And Josh is the one who has to go through and then edit and make everything sound clean and beautiful and add the music and put everything together. And sometimes he's doing that like at, you know, very late at night so that we can get this episode out on Thursday and you never fail to do it and do a very good job. And I would just well, like thank to say, you. I appreciate that. Or, or there's times when, you know, there's, there's edits that have to be made at three in the morning that only <laughs> happened once, but it comes up a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought that was something funny to talk about because people don't know like how much or how little we cut out. And right. Compared to other shows that you work on, do you think you cut more out of this one or other ones? No, no. no other ones. Very little gets cut out of this. Yeah, that's true. That's Oliver's fault, but I agree with it. So but, I have another question. Oh, okay. So I know I suggested this, but so we're just going to watch together and then mm-hmm. talk and then pause and talk about it. That's like how this goes, right? Yeah, that's what I was assuming. Okay, I think I think so too. And if we um, 
Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, it's not just Margot's fault if this goes horribly wrong. It is actually the listener's fault, too, because you did put it out there. You asked people and they were like, yes, emphatically, yes, they they wanted us to do this. That's true. So I take no responsibility for this (laughs) if it's terrible. You know what else? That's true. Don't blame Josh if this goes awful and horrible. But you know what else is I realized as we were getting on is this is Joe and Oliver's show. And technically, I mean, Joe voted in that little Instagram poll, but technically I wasn't like, hey guys, would you be okay with me and Josh taking over the podcast for a week or a couple of weeks? Like I didn't even ask them. I just said like, we're doing it, which now <laughs> I'm wondering if that was a good idea. Maybe I and should you're the like, producer. So they're just like, permission. yeah, well, I guess that's what ha- it's what's happening then. <laughs> It feels like I may be the producer, but they're still the boss. Like they're the top they're brass at Calvary is making us do this. No. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, All right, let's wait. I've one more thing. I swear, it's oh the last gosh. thing. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. Should we tell people like, how, like anything about us? Like how? Like I know we've been on the show, but like we've known each other for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how deep into that we need to really go. I mean, okay. <laughs> we've worked at, let's just say we've worked together before. True. And then now we work together here on this show and mm-hmm. um but we've known each other. I've met you in person twice. That's it. I think. Once. Yeah, you're right. Once at the last company. Yeah. And then at Sunset Tower with Joe. Right. That's it? I think it's just been twice. Oh my God, it feels like way more times. And I met your dog, Izzy, too. That's that was, right. That was actually who I saw first. That's, I didn't see you first. I saw the true. dog first. That's who you hear gulping water in the background, <laughs> if you can hear that right now. <laughs> okay, yep. that's fine. I think you're right. That's fair backstory. Nobody actually cares about us, so true. <laughs> Good point. Okay. I don't know if anyone cares about any of this that we're doing today, but you know what? We'll try. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It could be good. I'm excited to watch. Right. This is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, and real quick, before we start this, I, I also just realized we're going to be playing this. You're going to be hearing it as if you're on the Zoom call, basically, because this is Zoom audio. It's not the pristine good audio or whatever. I should say pristine. I don't even remember the audio <laughs> that they ended up sending me and what is actually in the feed. But this is the video version that we're watching. So just so you know, don't yell at me about, you know, that sounds like Zoom. It's, it is Zoom. It is Zoom. But you do, I mean, no matter what they send you, you always make the audio sound pristine. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Come on. Take the compliment. I'm hitting start. Okay. Look at that. When they they tap out, they know we're ready to go. (laughs) Oh, they tapped. (laughs) When Margo and Josh go to just their their names and there's no picture in the screen, that means they think going. I know. I I love that they... Yeah, they, I, I love how Oliver's not wearing a shirt. Start. Like, oh, <laughs> He's very comfortable on. on this podcast. We're just, we're just talking yeah, about clearly. Beat Bobby Flay or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, Beat Bobby Flay, which is on TV right now. I'm in my hotel room in Albuquerque. I just finished a job. I can I never hear, hear Albuquerque work. without hearing Oliver say Albuquerque. Like he says Albuquerque. He says like, I don't know. He said it one time. I feel like Oliver's little sayings are always running in my head. Perfect. Driving me nuts. <laughs> you can tell that Oliver's <laughs> smoked some weed on this podcast. I'm allowed yeah, to say that. I, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does. Yeah, yeah you can tell. Maybe it's that. 
that company Untuck It. Yeah, you know? Untuck It. Dude. Untuck It, which is a great idea. Right. But, you know, that guy's probably making gajillions. Didn't you just va- you vacation this summer in Untuck It? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, big hurricane hit Untuck It. <laughs> Honestly, they could say anything. They could say nothing, and I would find it funny. It's just when they both are laughing, there's something like very contagious and like magical about it. I feel like even if I don't understand, because I know there's something in this episode that they were laughing so hard about. It it's later on, and I totally didn't get it. I had no idea what they were talking about, but I was laughing because because they're laughing and they're just. When they laugh, they're so funny. Also, can I point out what's behind Joe? Do you see that? Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I love it's a, that. It's a picture of Oliver and Joe. Very nice picture. It's actually a, a like, it looks like a comic strip of photos. Yeah. There's three of them. It's our cover art. It's like the show's cover art oh, pictures. Oh, okay. I didn't make yeah. that connection before, but you're right, because they do like a caricature of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. Okay. Phil Collins. Yeah. Oh God! Is starting his farewell tour. Oh, I mean, I was such a huge Phil Collins fan. I still am. I love. I, I think I love everything the guy's ever done. Genesis. I love. I love Genesis. The solo him. stuff. But he's so frail that he's now doing the entire "quote unquote" farewell tour seated oh. with a cane. Oh, well, you know what. Didn't he get divorced from his like 18th wife? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, I, I think so there's gotta comments. be some sort of reasoning behind it. He's like, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go, make go. I saw Elton John too, by the way, uh, a couple years ago or right before the pandemic. And he, he, it was, he also looked like frail. Yeah, definitely. There was a part of the concert actually, where he was, they had him on like a little, it looked like a little, it looked like a motorized chair. That he was no. like moving across the stage, but it wasn't supposed to be that. It just looked like it could have been that. Oh. It was supposed to be like a cool effect of him moving. Like I, I forget be- exactly how it was, but it was. It was. It hit me funny though. It was like, oh, this doesn't. I don't think this looks the way they intended. Because he's so old and frail, it looked yeah. like it was like one of those motorized chairs that go up the stairs or whatever. Yeah, and they show the people, and they show the people on the uh, commercials going <laughs> to the Grand Canyon in those things. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I would just not go to the Grand Canyon. I would like right, virtual right. reality it or something. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Um, can I ask you, first of all, Elton John is somebody that I would love to see in concert. Big Elton John fan. Phil Collins, like, I know in the air tonight, which is what this episode is called, but like, are you a Phil Collins fan? Could you name no, me three I know Phil his Collins song, songs? I Can't Dance with Genesis. Oh, oh okay. Dance. I know that song. That's true. So that's two oh, Phil Collins da, 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 da. songs. Can you name a third? No, I don't know if I can. I definitely that's, cannot. I, I don't like that I don't know any more Phil Collins songs, though. I really don't. I feel I don't like know I should. Anymore. No, you shouldn't. No, I think that this, look, they're a decade older than us. I know more Beyonce songs than Phil Collins, and I'm not As proud to should. say that. <laughs> I'm very proud of you for saying that. You absolutely should. That seems appropriate, for sure. <sighs> She's way more our okay. time. Y- yeah, yeah, okay. Um, anyway. Okay. Song in the air tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got this on high authority. Okay. <laughs> that Phil Collins was actually there and he saw somebody watching somebody drown. 
And that person <laughs> didn't help him or report it. And that's, that was the, now that, that is really insider information. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but I thought he debunked this whole thing though. I don't, I don't believe that. I, but I heard that from a great source. <laughs> how could it, how could it be that great? Like, is it, does he like, does, don't reveal your source. Does he know Phil Collins? He just, he's heard. <laughs> and that Phil actually was there. And he saw somebody watch somebody drowning. And he didn't, that person didn't report it or help. And this was his payback. <laughs> song. And then he wrote a song about it. Right. And now he would have had to have helped. I mean, he could have helped, right? Yeah. If he was there and he yeah. saw the other guy, I saw what you did. If you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Okay, I have a five questions. Okay. Okay. Are they like are they kidding and they both know that they're kidding and I'm an idiot because I'm watching like I remember this and I'm watching and I'm like, "Whoa, is this actually true? Like Joe got this from a good source." And then I was like, "Is he just actually saying lines from the song and making a joke about this?" Like and I still don't know the answer to this. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Fuck. <laughs> I really, I have no idea, but I want to say that uh, not only that, um, but Phil Collins, uh, if that's not bad enough, he had blue jeans sitting on the beach. Her, her, her dog's talking to me, but she's, I'm trying to do, I can't, this is, I'm going to edit this out. This lyrics from Genesis, I can't dance and I can't make it. I can't make a, a good uh, comparison. <laughs> that's okay but that exactly what you were just doing is literally what i have wondered ever since this episode like is joe just saying because you know he says like if you were drowning i would lend a hand i feel like those are lyrics right yeah From they are definitely the, lyrics right of in the air tonight yeah so is he just making this up based on the lyrics or was this actually a thing did people think that Phil Collins didn't save somebody and then wrote a song about it? I don't know. I, I we'd have to Google it. Can can you look it up? Maybe try and look it up yeah, while I we listen Google to this because yeah. we didn't see if there's any actual like, you know, like discussion about that. Okay, I'm on. But I, it sounds like this is an quote unquote inside good source of Joe. So I know, but he's a good know. liar sometimes, or like storyteller. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. This could this could all just be a whole this is this is probably all just a bit, a bit. and we have no idea. I know. The pandemic's made me stupid. I told her that <laughs> I told Margo this after the or before we started recording that the pandemic has made me a total moron. No. Like things are just going right over my head. No, anyway. no, that's not true. Okay, I'm looking oh, it up. Phil Collins is actually guilty <laughs> by association for not and I think it's <laughs> Why does this make me laugh? <laughs> oh my god! I think it's time that he get brought in on some sort of charges. I think it's a bit. It's, it's got to be a bit. I just think it's fascinating, honestly, just to oh. stop. That I don't care how old you are, where you grew up, right? 
Everybody has heard that story. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what the story is behind in the air tonight. Yeah. Phil Collins actually saw a guy who yeah. was watching a guy drown, and he wrote yeah. this. And and I, I mean, everybody. I know, but you have this on good authority. Now I have another source that is totally verified. That no. Phil was there. What are you talking about? Wait a minute. So you are you are you so confident of this? Like, do you? I have started the yeah. early work on having charges brought against Phil Collins for not <laughs> for not stepping in and helping the poor oh, man who was drowned. Hold on. Someone's at my door. Hold oh God! I, okay, wait. Pause Someone it. I love this part. Where Oliver okay. gets room service, but I just found something. Okay, ready? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay, so it says what really ensured the song's permanent place in the public imagination was the urban legend that began circulating sometime during the decade after it came out. There are numerous versions of the story, but the most popular one goes like this: Sometime before writing in the air tonight, Colin saw someone drowning. Either because he was inebriated or busy calling for help, he was unable to rescue the person. But from his vantage point, he saw that someone else could have saved the person, only they didn't, and the person in the water died. Um, what Colin supposedly did next is instead of calling the police, he learned the identity of the person who allowed the drowning to happen. Then he invited them to one of his concerts, gave them front row tickets, and while performing in the air tonight, shined a spotlight on the guilty person in front of thousands of people. And then it says, this is an incredible story, but unfortunately, it's not even remotely true. Yeah. Collins said, told the BBC, it's so frustrating because this is one song out of all the songs probably that I've ever written that I really don't know what it's about, you know? <laughs> That's such a bummer. Wow. It would be way cooler if it actually was. Well, like, I don't know if that had been way cooler. I mean, well, that's I don't know if I want that to be true. I don't even, I'm not even a <laughs> Phil Collins fan, but I, I still don't like. That's true. You know, I just I like how it. Joe says, I'm, I'm working on bringing early charges against. I just don't want Phil this to Collins. ruin I Can't Dance for Me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. the only song I can dance to. Maybe the next time I'm in LA, we're all going to go dancing. That's oh, what's going to come of this. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. All right, let's see Oliver get room service. Okay. What is this? What is this? It's, it's my dessert. You're not supposed to be eating dessert. You're supposed to be leaning out for, uh, for your role. As special yeah. agent Garrett Miller. Are we having sorbet? <laughs> no. <laughs> ask, hey, ask that person if he's ever heard about Phil Collins being implicated in a drowning or <laughs> death. I'm really uh, so happy desserts. about the dessert. What is happening with you? I, hey, I'm with you. There's nothing better than on being on the road in a hotel room getting dessert. Oh, yeah. Two desserts. I got some sort of a mint mint thing and then some i don't know man this I, is like your treat at the end of the day yeah look see it joe's is, drinking wine I'm oliver's stoned this yep. is a fun one being in a hotel i know room for so long i just eating like shit i'm drinking so much and i i, I don't know 
Like I've worked out one time. I ran two miles two days ago and pretty much almost died, you know? <laughs> oh, I've got to get my life back on track. How many times have ever said that? Oh, I have a question. I have a question that I've yeah. been wondering about for a while. And okay. this is, the, I have no idea how weed works in your system. But mm-hmm. because some people have like such a tolerance, like they can, they can take the highest dose of edibles and yep. still fine. function, right? But totally. For other people like me, if I take any more than like 10 milligrams of an edible, I am completely out of commission, probably me freaking too. out in the fetal position. Me too. You know, like I can't <laughs> handle it. So my question is, I wonder if there's like, if if there's a point where like you're not actually getting any higher, but like maybe it just lasts, stays in your system longer, like your body can only process so much weed at a time. That sounds reasonable to me. Doesn't I mean, that sound like it might make sense? That this makes is sense. totally fake science. I have no idea. No, I but, think that that makes sense. I actually don't know. I know that like my, I mean, I used to smoke weed a lot and you, and I would need more and more. Right. Right. Like, I mean, like with any drug and my brother-in-law loves pot. He's like a huge pot advocate and it takes him a lot more, like he can smoke a lot more and function. Whereas I will like go hide in a corner. Like I cannot be around people. I get very anxious and paranoid. So yeah, I think what you're saying is true. So I just have a theory that like maybe you're only process and and like it's just your tolerance, the way you're responding to that amount. Totally. That creates, makes you have to fall asleep or panic or whatever the thing is. But then once you're used to it enough, you know, like I I wonder like the people that smoke weed every day all the time, like Snoop Dogg or something, like Mm -hmm. if he he can ever get to the (laughs) point where he has to pass out. Like, can he even get to that point? Oh, probably. I don't know. Probably. Snoop Dogg, if you're listening, which I'm sure he is. Yeah. Please let us know if you ever get to the point where you pass out of weed. I mean, wait, do you smoke weed? And are you willing I, to I, say that on the show? No, I do. Uh-huh. I do. But um, not a ton. I mean, I yeah. do it like maybe once a week or so. Yeah. That's and I have to do it real sparingly. Like, it's not... If I get too high, it's just, it's not good. No, it's not. My sister has a theory that like anybody, no matter how good you are at smoking weed, the first 20 minutes of smoking weed for most people can be like a little like, like, like it's fun, but maybe you're like, I don't know. For me, I'm like self-conscious. So Mm -hmm. I like to be alone. But then if you get past that, first 20 minutes, then you're like, fine. Then you're in the like clear. Oh, but interesting. I don't know. I just bought, I actually bought weed legally for the first time ever a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd never done That's it crazy. before. I'd never, well, I mean, if anybody's listening, if anybody's listening and they have like a really high tolerance for weed, yeah. Uh, let us know if you still can even get to the point where you have to pass out or if you panic or if you have any of the negative side effects anymore, or if you just kind of just you just get really high and then that's it. I'm curious. I wonder if we have any <coughs> excuse me, pot smoking listeners. I guess we probably do. I know Joe, if he's listening to this episode, the is cough loving. was perfectly timed. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Oh on my purpose. god. <laughs> All right, let's get back All to right, the right, episode. Let's do it. Oh my god. Now you're working and you're not taking <laughs> care of yourself. Well, the anxiety got me all ripped and shredded. Cause I was like so anxious. It just burned fat off. And now, you know, I feel good, but I'm eating again and drinking, you know, 
So well, I, I would make that trade as your very good friend. I would make the trade of you being fat and happy. Yeah. Then yeah. anxious and thin. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know. Do you think Phil Collins has anxiety? <laughs> Not anymore. He's hoping that people are, you know, filling arenas so he can pay off number 18. <laughs> oh, that was, that was a good laugh, man. Good <laughs> laugh. Shit. I was thinking about that all day. Like, I can't wait to bring this up with Oliver because I knew, even though we've never talked about it, that you knew all about that. I did. I did. Um, So the show's going well. We have a... Well, show's going well. This is my longest stint away from home. It's been about six or seven days. It's not so bad. But no, I'm having fun, man. I'm having fun. Um, The lead girl, this girl Elodie, is really a really good actor fun to work with and it's great dude i'm, I'm it's uh, funny that we had no idea what the show was at this point like we hadn't Are seen it right that's true yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no no i don't i don't i'm not like a, i don't fall victim to that really you know oh i but talked it, over that he asked him are you falling in love on set you know, because yeah i talked over that sort of mashed together with these people for three, four, five, six, however many months. And you live in this bubble and it's, you know, hard to maintain a relationship as two actors because you can get caught up in all the bullshit. You know, I think that growing up with it and in it, it it took that allure sort of away, Yeah, you know, but it is. It's intoxicating. You know what I mean? You, you're with each other and you're creating and, you know, you're emoting together and all the bullshit. And, you know, you get lost in it. That's what that's why people fucking have affairs on movie sets. all Right. Time. I mean, true or false. And, and you don't have to answer this if it's yeah awkward. But your mom fell in love with Billy Barbie yeah. from Foul Play. Yeah. No one knows that. But you're willing to say right now on our podcast, hoping to get clicks. Yeah. Your mom and Billy yeah. Barty, who played uh, an encyclopedia and or Bible salesman in Foul Play, yes. had a long, long running affair from beyond, not just on the set of Foul Play, but beyond. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's still questions of whether or not he's my father. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. I, I just, I'm pretty I sure. I'm pretty sure I asked them at, at during the after this. Like, should, do you think I should cut that part out though? Like, I don't know if we want to have. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, don't worry about so, it. I had no like. I'm watching this, and I was like, whoa, this is breaking news on our show right now. Like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> and had no fucking idea that they like. Come on, looking at their faces when they're talking about that, like. I don't know who Billy Barty is. I would have no idea. I totally thought it was true. Please tell me you to did look too. It up. You thought that was true. Yeah, I mean, I had to look up who he was and everything. And then... Yeah, like, I had no idea. That's the thing. Sometimes they are so deadpan that it's... We also might be two of the most gullible people on the planet. That's also true. I will often believe most things that people Nobody listening me. to this is probably thinking like, oh, wow, I better... That, that's crazy. Okay, but did you know who Billy Barty was? No. No. Right. You so, didn't know either, though? No. I'd never okay, even good. heard I that name. I had not a clue. No idea. 
I mean, honestly, I didn't even know who, truthfully, and I've said this to Joe, so I feel like it's acceptable to say, I didn't know who Joe was before we started doing this show years ago. I vaguely knew who he was. I, I mean, like it wasn't, I didn't really pay close attention or anything. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I was really a, know. like basketball was really it. No baseball, no football. I wasn't like a huge sports person. I had no idea. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so glad that like this all came together because I think that both of them are great. <laughs> all right, back to the episode. It's weird to talk about. But... No, I know, but 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 you know, actually, my mom met Kurt on a movie set. You know, so there you go, swing shift. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't know that. That was yeah, on swing shift. Well, Kurt actually met me before he met my mom because my mom was dating um, this guy who was in the business, he wasn't an actor and he played baseball and he they were in this softball league, I guess. And Kurt was there playing in this game. And my mom's boyfriend brought me to the softball game. And I was sort of this weird, awkward little five-year-old kid. And Kurt was like, who's that? You know, and, and, and his name was Jerry, this other dude. And he's like, oh, that's, yeah, it's Golden. Jerry, Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Stiller. R.I.P. <laughs> and Kurt said, um, oh, you know, uh, and Ma- Jerry was like, yeah, this is, you know, it's Goldie's kid. And, and then Kurt said, hey, you know, come off the stuff sitting in the stands. And he, he called me down and we had a catch. Cause I had my glove. And so Kurt and I had a catch. This is before he even met my mom on swing shift. And then months later, have you seen swing, swing shift? shift with my mom? And, nope. And Me that's either. that. Never even heard and of it. And then the next thing you know, he's walking around naked in your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just like, wow, is this, is that the guy to play catch with? <laughs> hey there, sport. How you doing? <laughs> wow. Snake Bliskin. He used me. He used you to get to Goldie Hawn. Yeah, it works. Also known as your mom. You know what's weird is the use of kids as props and or pawns, not that that even remotely describes what happened in the story you just told. Snake Plissken. But when my dad... Snake Plissken is the character um, from, uh, what is it, Escape from L.A.? Or something. It's like a movie. I haven't seen the movie, but I, I remember I had to look it up because the funny thought, the, the funny part about Snake Plissken is he looks very much like Captain Ron, which is my favorite movie ever. <gasps> I love that movie. He's got like the he's got the eye patch and Kurt Russell has the eye patch and everything. Yeah. But like it's it's his character from oh no it's um both films uh, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. God, I've never seen either of those. Snake Plissken. Oh, okay. I I do remember this part. This is a part that we can listen to, but also I feel like we're going to have very little commentary because this is about kids and neither of us have kids. We've been I know, kids. Isn't that, isn't that funny? We're no you know, kids. involved with this show and I know. we don't have children. I know. And I, but, and you're not, you, I know Joe and Oliver have asked you this, and this is something I definitely want to ask you before this whole situation ends is about, well, I'll ask, I'm not going to ask you right now, but they've asked you- <laughs> If you're planning to have kids or if you want to have kids, your answer is you don't know. Is that right? That is correct. Or it's you don't know. Either one. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> what about you? No, I do not want. I will. I'm not going to. Really? You think you know, like, that's going to be, that's your. 100%. Wow. It's okay. a no. It's a strong no. Yeah. Okay. Just, Nothing wrong with that. I just was, I was just curious. Yeah, no. I mean, like, I think if I, if I ever did, I would adopt. But just no, that I, I actually can't say because I think it will be our listeners won't like it. But like, just the whole idea has never appealed to me of like being pregnant and having children, and it just, ugh, no. And I was a teacher. I love kids. I just don't That's want them. right. Yeah, I just don't want them like coming out of my body and living in my home. So right. <laughs> I get it. Okay, got it. <laughs> So, yeah. So on this podcast, when my dad, so the whole reason why my book is called Lucky Bastard, my dad meets my mom in 1968. And in 1969, I pop into the world. My mom and dad get married prior to me popping into the world, but not prior to me popping into my mom. Mm -hmm. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But just the just that phrase popping in your mom doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, I mean, as an embryo, as a as a baby, as a little baby. I, I'm just does your mom listen to this show? God no. My mom, I wish I wish to God my mom could text. She's 83, even though she yeah. admits to being 81. Um again, she doesn't <laughs> listen. But if she could text, it would just free up so much more time in my life. But she will okay. call. Yeah. Talk. She'll have another thought. She'll call back. And she doesn't really realize that if I don't pick up, I still know she called because of the caller ID. Right. And so it's just call, 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 call. I pick up. Yes. What? Are you okay? I'm fine. I just had another thought of, oh my, then I'm I'm already lined up to get. <laughs> frustrated and mad, which I know surprises you. And and she's, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's just over and over. And then she'll, we'll talk about something serious and she'll have another thought. And then she calls me back. Anyway, that's not the point of this. The point of what I was saying was how kids are used in divorce and or second marriages. Like when I was a little kid, I went with my dad multiple times to drop off the alimony check at my dad's ex-wife's house. I don't believe mm-hmm. we've talked about this. If we have, then I beg no, everybody's we, forgiveness. We have not. So I was three, four, five, six years old going with my dad to the home of my dad's ex-wife and his six kids. Mm. And he is bringing kryptonite to the party, that mm-hmm. being me, because I was the impetus for the whole switcheroo Mm -hmm. and now i'm walking into this house and i know i'm not i'm not old enough to understand the the entirety of the picture but i am old enough to understand that i'm walking into a place where i'm not well did you know any of this Mm -hmm. he hasn't talked about this before has he i don't think he talked about it I'm not sure he talked about it before this episode, That's but this true. episode is already how many months old is this episode now? Almost a year. I think this I want to say this Almost is from a year. Yeah. 
November, maybe. There is a lot. This is like a very long story. You can cut this out, by the way. But this is a very long story. And maybe we can like commercial break and come back to a different part in the episode. Because I feel like he talks about this parents using kids thing for a long time. And I have very little to say about it. All right. We're going to pause it right here. We're actually going to skip to a later part in the episode. But first, let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We beg you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Okay, so should we pick up on, uh, pick up with the episode like, I don't know, 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later than that or something? Yeah, I mean, we don't want to keep people on here for like four hours. So, and you can always go back and listen to the episode. It's called In the Air Tonight. And they get into a lot more discussion about Joe's dad. And, uh, so you can hear more of that, but we're going to skip to a little bit later on to this part. (laughs) For a cookie company. (laughs) Yeah, this is where Oliver Oliver says that his dad like reached out and wants to meet up because his dad's Uh in Santa Fe, going to be in Santa Fe and Oliver's in Albuquerque. And his dad's like, yeah, I have like an idea or something. So he said something like that, that he wants to discuss. (laughs) And Joe's like, I have an idea for a cookie company, which is fun, which is like, I think it's interesting to hear how like Oliver and his dad are kind of like they talk, but they don't. But they never they never met up. Remember? Right. They never. I did. know. I know. That's have they met up since? I can't remember. I now. don't think so. I don't think so. Now I love Oliver a lot, but Oliver can be a little bit of a flake sometimes because mm-hmm. this that he's talking about when his dad was in Santa Fe, I was in Albuquerque the next night. And I texted him, I'm like, hot, like I was driving to Arizona. I was like, I'm in Albuquerque. Let me buy you a drink. Like, where's I'm right by your hotel. I'm like a mile away from your hotel. Nothing. And the next day he was like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, fair. Oliver's like a very famous, busy actor. Doesn't necessarily need to meet up, but right. Earlier he was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Text me, text me. We'll get a drink. So right. But also, it sounds like Oliver's dad can also be similarly. Oliver, I love you if you're listening to this, which he definitely is not <laughs> listening to this. What? Everybody's going to be so shocked to hear that. <laughs> yeah, Oliver um, never listens to these. I know. All right. Let's, uh, okay, let's see where this goes. 
somebody else and they have to go sell 14 to the next person and then you make money on them. <laughs> oh my god come on I, I i'm very excited to hear what he has to say i mean i don't know what this idea is going to be can you secretly record this meeting yeah <laughs> wait what's that dad can you talk a little louder i can't what's wrong with you oliver don't worry about it. Just I can't. I'm having a little tough time. I got water in my ear. Just talk louder. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him and hang out and do something. You know, I mean, we'll see. What if you just end up doing peyote and walking out into the desert? That'd be incredible. <laughs> I mean, imagine if I'm in the New Mexican desert with my dad, like smoking peyote and just. <laughs> Is that what you do to peyote? You smoke that? Yeah. Look at you. Look at me. I don't know anything. And you're well, I, such a I've never I've never smoked peyote, but I, I know that you smoke it. What do you do for ayahuasca? Do you drink that? <laughs> do you put an H in front of it? What is it? A wa- oh. ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca? Is that what you mean? <laughs> that's, that's like a tea. Oh, you drink yeah. oh. Okay. You drink it. That seems that seems pleasant. Yeah, that's not too bad. Until you're looking at a dragon coming. <laughs> Khaleesi. Khaleesi. You and I should do a very special episode of Daddy Issues and do ayahuasca and just. That would be such a great final day of my career. I would love that. Yeah, I don't think ESPN would be too happy with that idea. Probably not. Probably um, not. But I so think that would be amazing. I would love to see it. I honestly would love to see them do or go anywhere. Like, that's why I thought like a live, I don't know. It would be so fun to just, you want to know one of the best videos that we've, that we've posted anywhere is like when they go, I don't know where they are. They're somewhere and they're like in a parking lot, holding hands and skipping through the parking lot and they had, I don't oh, know, Michelle or Aaron that. take a video. Yeah. And yeah. like, they're so, or like the video when they're in Cabo with Aaron and Michelle and like Michelle sends her drink back and you know, right. one of them was filming the whole, I think Joe was filming the whole time. Like videos like that of seeing them like in life, like together is so cool. It'd be so neat to see them do something like that. I mean, I know Joe's never going to like go on a peyote trip in the desert. With <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. But no, it would be pretty amazing to see that. Yeah, it would be. It I would be a it. funny idea. Like we've known Joe and Oliver for years now. I've mm-hmm. actually never met Oliver in person. I've been to his house, but he was not there. But I've been to his house, and then I've now met Joe a couple times in person. But we've known them and talked to them, I don't know, mole, you know, not every day, but our group text is pretty amazing. Active. It's yeah. pretty active and amazing, honestly. It's one of my favorite things. Sometimes really uncomfortable, though. I will admit, I just am really uncomfortable watching some of those messages. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying to have the day at Disneyland and uh, and I'm like getting all these texts that were just like it was like almost seemed like it could have been like an argument or something but I wasn't oh, between sure between Joe and Oliver? yeah like this st- yeah. like stuff happens and I'm like are they joking or are they it's just like that in the air tonight thing totally you can't but, tell but it's like more personal and it's like I don't know what's happening oh that's the other day we had one we had a conversation 
that involved, I'm not going to even say it, but it, yes, it involved some things. And I was like, ooh, this is. I know it seems so bad. Like I see it's like, oh God, he said that. And then like, but then like later they're just fine. Like everything's fine. fine. So it's like, okay, I'm reading too much into something, but. No, they have, they do have like a very great friendship. All right. So we're going to go back to the episode. Do you know where abouts where we're at? How many, okay. Question for you though. How many times have you listened to this episode? Good Lord. You like know, you know everything about like every single point of this. I've listened to this episode. This is. I have like five Daddy Issues episodes that are my favorites, and this is 100% top two, for sure. I think you're the biggest fan of Daddy Issues. <laughs> that sounds so ter- like conceited and terrible. Actually, you want to know what? I would say if I was producing any other show and you said that, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds conceited. But this show, it's honestly... It's all them. Yeah. It's the best show. It's so easy. I've listened to this episode a lot. It's one of my favorites. I think we're about to get into the Mandela effect stuff, which one of our listeners sent us, actually. Oh, yeah. That stuff yeah. creeps me out, actually. It's super weird. It really weird. does. It's super agree. weird. All right. Let's let's uh, let's check it out. Okay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Margo, <coughs> eat, your, eat your shit. It's, piss- it's making me oh, it's uncomfortable. Okay. It's all right. I'm having... I'm having a a good time. You're having a nice time. Uh, Well, you know, it's always like I I worked all day and, and, um, you know, you come back and I go tell them, oh, I got to do the fucking podcast. But the minute we get on, I I just, I say it every fucking time, but I just, I enjoy it. Uh, So Margo sent us these. Yeah. And I I think they're so good. Yeah, they are good. I I have. Oh, no, these are listener questions. I haven't read these. I read like the top three, and the top three. Had they're all hooked. they're all really good. Good. They really are. Um, <laughs> Where it goes like yes. So good. here's one from an anonymous message on Twitter. I genuinely want to know their stance on this topic. Pornography use. Wait, pornography use a husband and father. Margo, what is this? Margo, Margo, what is it? Yeah, as a husband, like. What do you think about a, a husband and a father watching porn? Okay, okay. So I genuinely, so anonymous message on Twitter. I genuinely want to know their stance on this topic. Porno- pornography use as a husband and a father. Do they think it's okay? My wife is not really okay with it and views it as a form of cheating. It is something I have struggled with. And just to be clear, we're talking about watching porn, not starring in it, right? <laughs> Thank you it's for an that important distinction we didn't make in the episode, but anyway. <laughs> really be interested in hearing what the guys think and what their stance is. Take it, Joe, because I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, yeah, I don't know that of all the weird bullshit you and I have talked about over the years, I don't know that we've ever even talked about this. Um, no, we haven't. And so it's a great question. I think it's fine. And I, I think it's, I think when the, when the question is my wife is not really okay with it and views it as a form of cheating. That seems uh, crazy to me. Yeah. I, what I, my, my gut reaction to that is cheating is cheating. And, and when I was in a previous life, the one thing I wouldn't do because of everything I said at the beginning of this podcast about you know, going to somebody else's house and being as a little kid in, in this, and, and I am the result of this, you know, this, this 
thing that happened between two people, that was the one thing I wouldn't do is I wouldn't cheat. So I think cheating is cheating. I, I think pornography using it is, is not that big of a deal. I, I really don't. And I, and I, you know, as an adult, and I was listening to Stern today and there was a woman called, they called in that said that her 12 year old is like on pornhub.com or whatever it is. And, or whatever yeah, it is. And now that's a different thing. And <laughs> well, it was, it was, whole... it was great to hear because the woman said that she told her son exactly what you said on this podcast, Oliver, which was, that's not real life. That's not how men treat women. That's not how men should treat women. That's not, this, this is not a real interaction. This is acting. This is, this is for, entertainment. yeah, this is for quote unquote entertainment. So I, I thought she had really good thoughts on it, but I, I do not personally see that as a form of cheating. And, and I, I, I would much rather somebody use that if they're away or they're, it's been a while than actually going and cheating. Totally. Yeah, of course. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, please definitely. tell me your opinion on this because I I cannot say how much I agree with Joe on that. Uh, I mean, I absolutely agree with Joe on that. I mean, 100%. It, it's it's not the same thing at it's all. Not cheating at I just and I'll, actually, I'm sorry. I interrupted probably too soon cuz Oliver says something that is I think accurate that like if it becomes an addiction like you're watching it all the time like you cannot have sex without watching porn then like maybe there there's an issue there but that's still not cheating right right Right. that's a different issue that's an issue with addiction that's an issue with something that would you know uh get in the way of your relationship which could be anything right you know i agree anyway yeah yeah there's healthy pornography meaning it, yep. You know, every now and then you get in a little, eh, 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 you put on some, eh, 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 and you do a little, bop, 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 <laughs> and you go, squirt, 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 and you go, squirt, 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 and then you're done. But if, it becomes, if you could become dependent on it, because pornography can be addicting. There is addiction to pornography. That's a real thing where you just can't stop and you fall into a hole. What happens is you become desensitized, meaning you start off with a little bit of, you know, erotica. And before you know it, you know, you're watching movies or clips that are horrific because you're just you need more to get off. You know, that then it can become a problem. But I would never say that it's cheating in in, in any way whatsoever, you know, Um, but I would say for this anonymous person to evaluate your love life, your sex life with your with your wife, you know, do you feel like you need to watch porn? Do you need to get off with pornography because you know, you don't have a solid intimate relationship. You know, I'd ask these questions. These are, these are the surrounding questions. And there, and the next, the follow-up to that is why does it bother you so much to the wife? Right. Is, Is this really a form of cheating in your mind? And, and if so, you know, then changes have to be made and there has to be, uh, a dialogue and a conversation about it. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. And then just say to her, Oh, you want, you want to see cheating and then go off and then cheat <laughs> and then say, and then be like, see, would you rather me? Just see, watch no, that? don't do that. No, <laughs> no that's bad advice. Okay. That's, that's Let's move bad. on to the next question. Uh, when are you guys going to come out with your own alcoholic beverage? Who asked that our business 
manager? <laughs> I think that's Margot's question. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, I just don't know what goes into that. Um, Troy's coming what out with a beer. What alcoholic beverage would you I'm think they should make? Do I think they could make? Um, yeah, like what would be the question. appropriate daddy issues alcoholic beverage? I really don't know. I'm I'm a bad like judge of these things because like I just know what drinks I like and then I don't know. What drinks do you like? I mean, I feel like it, but the drinks I like, I feel like fit the brand pretty well. Like old fashions like are totally perfect for that. Right. I, I agree. So, so I would think like a bourbon or a whiskey or something. Okay. That's, that's what I love the most, but that's why I'm biased. I'm coming from my own point of like, that's what I like the most. But what are you drinking And obviously right seltzers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what are you drinking right now? Oh my God, right that's now? what it should be. It should be like a, you know, a, a, a seltzer on the beach. Yeah. Uh, Bartles and James. Isn't that what they <laughs> talked about? Yes. They've talked about that so many times and I have to be completely honest. What is Bartles and James? Oh, I had to look it up because, but I've, I've never forgotten it since they gave me so much shit about it and they I thought did. about it, but it's, it's basically what White Claw was, but like in the nineties. Oh, it's like a nineties seltzer. Kind of, yeah, but it's um, I, I have I'd have to look it up again because I don't remember specifics. But like, it's it's something like just a a spiked seltzer. Wow, I never knew that. I've heard them talk about it so many times, and I've had no idea. Yeah, not a clue. <laughs> yeah, so okay. that's what that's what I imagine. Like, what twenty, thirty years from now, we're gonna be talking, we're gonna be calling whatever the drinks are then are are around then white claws like we're just gonna be like right. oh white claw we're gonna sound like them saying Bartles and James. <laughs> yes, that's right okay but wait can you tell the listeners what you're drinking right now because we're both having I a am drink drinking, I'm actually drinking a truly truly yeah it's a hard seltzer it's just a different I, I think they actually taste better than white claws but um mm. it's so funny though because if I haven't had a ton to eat in the day like one of these will really get me what, feeling it. What's the alcohol content on that? It's not much, 5%. So is that like a glass of wine, essentially? I a don't beer? know. I'm I not like a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a little bit earlier with the pot conversation. I mean, geez. No, I was saying that's fake science. <clears throat> I just, that's like the logic of my brain wants to think that's how it works. But I, I don't think know it is that how that's it works. True. I think you're spot on. I think I have right. my own logic for things that. I like it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's true. I'm drinking a <clears throat> vodka, seltzer water, lemon. Ooh, what's the wait? What kind of uh, seltzer water is it? Kroger. Oh, it's okay. Because <laughs> I make the same thing. We make the same drinks, but with Lacroix. Oh yeah. Oh, and flavored Lacroix. Yeah, flavored Lacroix. Yeah. And what's the best vodka. Lacroix? I like so between uh, for me, it's lime and limoncello. Limoncello is probably oh, my favorite, but I've lime never, is also really good. I've never had limoncello. I like the pamplemousse. Oh, okay. No, the limoncello, though, is like, it's really good. Okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try yeah. that. You want to know what, though? One more thing before you press play. Uh-huh. Do you adhere to the fact that it's not LaCroix, it's LaCroix? Oh, my God. No. But my brother-in-law calls it LaCroix. <laughs> so that's all I think about is LaCroix. Okay. I'm going to call it that from now on. Yeah, I know. He always he always says LaCroix, and that's how he's kind of <laughs> like stuck. It. <laughs> I'm about. Oh, cool. Um, we need to do it. We we could do a drink. That would be fun. 
You know, I think we'd have to do something off brand. Everyone's doing tequila. Everyone's doing vodka. You know, we need to do like organic wine. You Ugh. know what I mean? No. Okay, fine. How about how about like rum? <laughs> I had a bad experience with rum in college. I've never had rum since. Really? Never. I hate the taste of rum. I hate the smell of rum. I hate the unless it's buried in some drink right. that has forty-eight mixers in it. Have but you I, been on? Have you ever been on a rum springer? <laughs> What's up, rum springer? I had a bad rum spring a break. Please, and I. I'm rum sorry to interrupt like, so quickly, but please tell me what it is. It's like a. Uh, oh God! It's like a. Uh, is it like a Mormon thing? Do you have words? Wait, do you have words that you know, like what the meaning is, but you can't for the life of you define it? Totally. That's kind of what one it of feels them? like for me. It, it's one of them. It's like uh, it's like when you're younger and you have to, and and you you go through like uh, uh in your adolescence, you, you experience something that uh, puts you into it's adulthood. Experience in your adolescence that yeah, put puts you advances you somehow i think uh it's called a rumspringa um are you looking it up right now i am looking it up right now i uh, thought it was a mormon thing like when you're a rite mormon. of passage oh a rite of passage okay that makes sense that makes sense that's kind of what i thought it was but i thought it was more specific to mormons or amish yeah um all right okay i'm ready um when was the last time you crapped your pants, if ever? And how often does this happen? This is from, I don't know, some guy, some person. Uh, like, I, like crap, crap. I mean, you know, it happens. I've done it. I had one time, I was uh, rules of engagement. I was doing the sitcom and I was driving to work and I just decided, oh, I'm going to fart and whatever. Boom. Not good. And I have to get to work take my underwear off, try to be discreet about it, throw it in the trash and then sort of ask them for new underwear. <laughs> and they're like the, 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 uh, costume girls who are still my really good friends actually. And, um, they're like, why do you need underwear? Did you not wear underwear? I'm like, no, I just need uh, some underwear. And like, okay, but why do you need underwear? And finally I just had to tell them like, all right, I shit my pants. All right. I shit my pants in the car. Uh, all right, all right. I thought it was going to be a little some, 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 and it went. And it here went. they are. <laughs> <laughs> You're so nosy, you can have them. Ugh, I hate it. I hate the poop conversation. I don't really like it either. I think we could skip this. I really don't love it. I'm like, not into it. It's funny not at all. for some people, but like, I really dislike poop conversation. Like, I like how Oliver was like, okay, I shoot my pants. I shoot my pants. Like, he's funny about it. But, like, at the same time, ugh, gross. Uh, no, I know. Hey, wait, didn't you give them this question? Yeah, when, yeah, somebody asked, when's the last time you <laughs> shoot your pants? I mean, I didn't come up with it. It's a listener question. No, I know. But you're still, like, you, you, you invited this conversation into I, our... Uh, I did. I did. Into our ears. Because I knew they would, like, run with... It. Of course they both had a story about... If somebody asked you, when's the last time you shoot your pants, would you have a story about it? No. Uh, not Say one that no. I want to share. Yeah, exactly. And I... Genuinely don't, but even if I did, I would still say no. I can't. I don't that, know. The, the time I was shitting my pants is a very dark time in my life. It was when <laughs> I was eating dairy. I had a dairy addiction, and uh, it was very dairy? severe. 
I feel like we need to have a whole new episode on this. No, I never had a dairy addiction, <laughs> but I did eat dairy before and it was not good for me. You not eat dairy now? No, I'm vegan. I don't eat dairy or eat meat or... Uh, don't? No. Really? Yeah, really. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. You know that I was a... I didn't eat red meat or pork for 15 years and then I moved to Tucson back near my family and now I eat literally everything. Pork, oh, wow. beet, like every... Like I just ate chicken and fish and that was it. Just more because pigs are smart and it made me sad. And then I've now around my Italian family and it's like, oh, you're eating everything or you're not invited to Sunday dinner, kind of. Oh, damn. <laughs> Yikes. Wow, I didn't know that you were a vegan. Is that yeah, your choice that, or Vanessa? I, uh, <clears throat> Vanessa's mostly vegetarian. Um, really? She will sometimes, you know, she's not, she doesn't draw as hard of a line about it as I do, but I'm, I'm pretty strict about it after, it's been like 10 years. For health reasons or for personal health preference? reasons and just not wanting to yeah personal preference and health reasons like it it saved me a lot from having to from politely declining from eating something that i thought was gross oh like wow. you know at least i have a good excuse <laughs> that's an interesting i've literally never thought of it like that that you could decline eating things in situations because you're vegan yeah, it's like not, and no, but I don't feel like people should take offense to it because it's like, oh no, I don't eat anything like that. Right. You're not you know, saying like, not I'm not going to eat yours. this. Right. Right. It's not this dish. It's like anything that just has in that in it, any meat in it, any dairy in it, I, wow. I pass. Wow. And, and there, there have been multiple times where I've seen something, uh, we'd be, you know, at, I don't know, at a place or at an event or something and they have food and I'll be looking at it going like, I'm so happy I'm vegan so I don't have to eat that shit. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. I never knew that. Do you think that it makes you healthier overall? I don't know. I mean, I, probably not because I drink too much. <laughs> well, me too. Don't we all? That's um. So yeah, you know, there's, there's always, I don't know if I'm healthier in the end, but... At least I feel Vegan. better about about it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. All right, so I skipped ahead quite a ways in the episode just for the interest of time because it's already getting kind of late. Uh, so let's see where that takes us. The source is Google. Thought you may also enjoy this, meaning... You misremember to use. This is it. This oh, is it. This, this is the uh, this is the conversation about um, the Mandela effect. Yep. So let me back up a little bit because yeah, yep. I jumped I'd ahead. To do that. I've yeah. never even heard of that. No, you got to just. I live in St. Louis. Do you understand that? I know straight celery juice on an empty stomach, though, in the right in the morning, and you're gonna you're gonna just diarrhea everywhere. You're gonna love it. And it's <laughs> night night. Uh, um. Did you uh, did you read the second part and then we'll we'll go? Okay. Um, did I read what? The Mandela effect from oh, listener okay. Angie. In the latest episode, Joe states the saying is, "If you build it, he will come." Oh. He is correct for the producers. The source is Google. Thought you may also enjoy this, meaning you misremember 
to use Anthony uh, Andy Pettit's lingo, right? Uh, something that you you would swear on your life, yeah, that you heard it one way and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, does that make sense? Like, yes, you heard it like everybody forever. It's if you build it, they will come. Yes. But it's if you build it, he will he come. Will so come. I I didn't remember that correctly. And I had to look yeah. it up because we were doing that game in the cornfield in yeah. Iowa. Uh, it's an unusual phenomenon when a large group of people remember something completely different than how it occurred or never existed. Here's a few. Is C-3PO all gold? Oh. I have no idea. Oh. No. I, I, but I knew this before, I feel like. so. I, you did? Like you knew yeah. this one? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, his 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 leg, his like left or right leg, is silver. No. Couldn't. No, but I would say no. But I I always I feel like no because it looked like he kind of had worn off a little bit. Like his gold eyes had old meaning. I don't know. I feel like there's some black something. I don't know. He's not. His eyes are red, aren't they? No, or, or they like blue? a different color. No, they're aren't like they yellow, like I blue think. or something, green. Oh, he said. I think they were like white, like white. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I feel like his body, C3PO, mm-hmm. not R2D2, C3PO right. looked like some of the gold had worn off, and he was yeah. like kind of silver. I'm gonna look that one and up. Then he had wires. Look and that stuff. one up, <laughs> I looked up a picture of him, by the way. His eyes are. They are, I guess, white, but they look like a very yellowish white. So white. Okay. it's a very warm white tone. Is it hue? Life is like a box of chocolates. Yes. That's what I've always thought. Me too. Obviously, yeah. it isn't, or it wouldn't be on there. Right. Well, what is it? Margo. Margo's having a conniption fit. Is that even a real thing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what, is con- what is conniption anyway? Do, but have you heard that? Of course, but like, what is a conniption fit? Like a such a good uh, question. Actually, is, said he closely said life was like a box of chocolate. I just don't believe that. Oh, it was, it was was the whole time. No, is yes, life was like a box. Life was like. Well, I mean, it's easy to check. You just go to the movie and see what the. I know, you know. and I never did, but I should because I just uh, don't buy it. Do you remember Hannibal saying "Hello, Clarice"? Hmm. I can help you catch him, Clarice. Hello. Uh, but but everybody says that. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Oh, the, yes, the crazy one. Did they talk about the one, uh, Luke, I am your father or something? No, they don't talk about that one. Because what that one's that one? not really, he doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says, like, the quote is like, I am your father, but he doesn't say Luke. Really? Yeah, I'm actually going to look that one up because that's, that's when I definitely thought of um, too. But, but anyway, that's what everyone play. says. Doesn't Luke, say I am your father. Right. I mean, what is it? Clearly, he doesn't say it. It wouldn't be on here. I don't know. Like, bitch. What did Ming say to you? He said he could smell my coat. Oh, Darth Vader says, "No, I am your father." No. That's what he says. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. See, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Did she write a note? No, no, I don't, I'm not... We don't know what's scarier. The fact that we remember Hannibal Lecter saying, hello, Clarice, or the reality that all I said was, good morning. 
No. Good morning. No, he's not. <laughs> like, he I just, I find that no, so hard to leave. I know, I know. It's crazy. Do you remember when Hannibal said, top of the morning to you? <laughs> <laughs> top of the morning to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? He said, Clarice. There's no doubt about it. I mean, good morning. He didn't just say, Good maybe maybe good he said morning. good morning, Eddie's. These ones are good. Hey, I'm just going with what's being supplied. Uh, was Sinbad a genie in a movie called Shazam? Well, okay, this one's not good. Who cares? Yeah, I, I'm I'm passing on that one. <laughs> <laughs> does the Monopoly man have a monocle? Hell yeah, he's got a yes, monocle. Yes, he does, but he doesn't. Is somebody going to tell me he doesn't have a monocle? What the fuck? Of course he does. Of course he does. Or is it oh, it's a magnifying glass, <clears throat> maybe? Oh, look at you, Mr. I Wanted Family Feud. Now there's no monocle. There. Do you remember or magnifying glass. stovetop? Hold on. Wait, can we see? Can you hold it up to the camera? Yeah. Um, yeah, so what I found was a post about the Mandela effect where they, they drew in with the what, they, what people think it is. So there's the one on the... Uh, there's the two. Oh my God, but I totally remember it's the one with the thing on his eye. Right, but no, there is no thing. Uh, but uh, this one is easily explained though because I feel like Why? it gets confused with the, the, the Pringles guy. The peanut. Peanut, the, the peanut, peanut, Mr. Peanut. People get it confused with like all different things. So that that doesn't surprise me too much. The one that I think is crazy and I don't know if they talk about it in this episode is the Fruit of the Loom one. The Cornucopia. The cornucopia. I There's think they no do. Cornucopia. Yeah, that's I think what they do. blows my mind the most out of any of it because I yeah, totally that's picture nuts. a cornucopia on like Fruit of the Loom underwear. Right. I can see so it I. in my brain. So do I. And if it. And if you look it up, there's like a, and I know you're just looking up people posting online, but there's a ton of people that post that that's how they learned what a cornucopia was. It's like, it's crazy to think that if that's how you found out what a cornucopia was to like ask your parents about it or something, and then you find out later that it was never there. It didn't even exist. But like, That's got to really make you crazy. Okay, we're going to keep playing this in a second. Don't get annoyed, listeners. But like, why does this exist that people remember things differently than they actually, like you and I both, we are similar in age. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. But we both remember a cornucopia with Fruit of the Loom underwear. So right. why? Like why? I'm going to say why one more time because I don't understand. Why? I know. Why? Why do we remember it differently? Um, the crazy thing is I did look up because I went on a real rabbit hole search about Fruit of the Loom because that really bothered me. Like it's totally separate from this episode. I, I was looking into it. And... I found out that apparently there was a, in the patent for Fruit of the Loom, there is an image with the cornucopia, but it was never used publicly. So, but how do any of us, like, associate that's that? the crazy part, and that's where if you're a real conspiracy nut or something, you would think, like, oh, well, we forked off into another dimension, and and now, you know, like, we, we all remember things that weren't really there in this dimension, but we're there in the other one. Okay, so that's, so I'm saying why a thousand times like an idiot, but really what people believe the Mandela effect is that we are in a, like these are parallel universes. Yeah. And in one yeah, universe, the Monopoly man had a monocle and in the other one he didn't. And we're just somehow like 
kind of like cross pollinating into a different universe, right? right? Yes. I have yes. trouble wrapping my brain around that. I'll be honest. I know, and people draw people point at the Large Hadron Collider for the reason for it because that started in like 2012 or 2013, and and that's I mean that's kind of in my it, the creepy part is that's when it feels like real, things reality really went off the rails was starting around then, right? No, so, I, I have mean, no idea what you're talking about. You have to say this oh again. God. CERN CERN has the Large Hadron Collider where they're like uh, mashing together particles at crazy speeds to like try and create black miniature black holes or something like it's crazy when was this and they started doing it like 2013 where was i when this was happening i feel embarrassed. probably in another universe somewhere i don't know <laughs> maybe it was you were in, in a the, parallel universe <laughs> yeah you were in the parallel universe that had the cornucopia in it that's where you were okay no i don't know i mean i i kind of like this is all just things, again, that I think up in my head that are absolutely bonkers crazy. I know that. But, like, it, it's also kind of like you start to look for the evidence supporting But what's the other explanation? Craziness. Yeah, but what's the other explanation? Like, why do the, both of us remember that? I didn't know the you other explanation up. is that The other explanation mm-hmm. is that you always see a cornucopia with fruit like that, like a fruit basket. There's It's such a – we all know it so well – that we just kind of projected it there and that like it never was there of the loom with a cornucopia of fruit. Right. So like, it's kind of like we know what that looks like a cornucopia with fruit. And so we'd all just kind of assumed that the cornucopia was there. That seems weird to me. Okay, wait, wait, the cornucopia involves the fruit, right? So I'm actually talking about the horn thing. Yes. The horn. Okay, yeah. wait, let's hear the rest of these because these are good. Right. I'm interested to see if you think that these exist. Okay, yeah. Uh, or more like the fact that he doesn't have one. This, as some suggest, might be a simple confusion between him and the planter's peanut company. Yeah, so this is what I'm talking Mr. about. It's collective confusion. Okay. Mr. Peanut definitely has a monocle. Totally. Uh, do you remember Stouffer's stovetop stuffing? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm gonna guess it wasn't Stouffer's. <laughs> there was Stouffer, wasn't it? Stouffer's Lean Cuisine. I lived on that shit for like four years of my fat Stouffer's Lean. What the fuck? Do you remember Jiffy Peanut Butter? Yes. yes, there is a Jiffy Peanut Butter. No. Yes. There's no way. There's no Jiffy Peanut Butter. If there's no Jiffy Peanut Butter, then you and I are not. Isn't it just here. Jiff? Yeah. That's that's uh, I can't I can't with that one. That's not. There is a Jiffy peanut butter. There's not. Does the sun on the box of raisins? No, there's a Jiff peanut butter and there's Skippy peanut there butter. There you and go. So people That's combine it. the two to Jiffy. That's right. That's right. You just nailed See, it. Some of these are just easily explained. Like it doesn't. That's true. And wear shades. A gun to my head, I would say yes. <laughs> what was I that? Would the, say um, yes, too. The sun made the raisinets. On, oh raisin? Yeah. Maybe this is all bullshit. I'm going to call it bullshit. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah there you are. Just reading all this other stuff. Um, Hold on. This is kind of fun, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 People swear there was a Jiffy peanut butter back in the day, but we speculate they're combining uh, Jiff... 
with its competitor Skippy. Yep. Nailed so it. Jiff. Bingo. Not Jiffy. <clears throat> That's right. There's Jiffy Lube. There's Jiffy Lube. If somebody tells me there's no Jiffy Lube, then you and I are not Wow. Wow. I this is like a lot of people think the name of this podcast is Daddy Issues, but it's Dad <laughs> Issues. It's always been Dad Issues. That's it. This that's the social hashtag media post ball. right there. <laughs> and I don't like hashtags. Is there a cornucopia behind the fruit there we go. the fruit of the loom logo? I don't know what a cornucopia is. Cornucopia is just like a a, a a bunching of fruit with grapes and apples and yes, I would say yes, there is a cornucopia. I would say you're probably wrong. Behind the fruit and the fruit I don't think people apples. understand what cornucopia even is. It's just it's just but I don't they know. Do I don't feel from, good about they're um, talking about the horn though. They're talking about that horn shaped thing behind the fruit. That's totally what I but was that's from Hunger at. Games. It's from Hunger Games? Yes. What are you talking about? It's been around before Hunger Games. Well, yes, it's of course it has been around. Before. <laughs> <laughs> of course wait, are you trying to tell me that Hunger Games? Hunger you're talking Games. About the, the movies, the Hunger Games books and movies came before the underwear <laughs> came out. <laughs> okay, but in Hunger Games, you know she has to like run, like they're all spread out around the circle, and there's all these things in the middle, and like she can go get the cornucopia in the right. middle. Like that's right. a thing. And so I think that like younger people, like 10 year olds who watched Hunger Games, maybe didn't know what a cornucopia was before they saw that. And then they were like, got oh, got it. I know what it is. I Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Everything. <laughs> and no. we all know it from underwear. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no. Apparently not. But I like that. I like the Mandela effect. That's what it's called, the Mandela effect. How about this? Josh Windish checks in with apparently Freddie Mercury never sings of the world. Okay, but at the end of I'm glad we are the this champions. came up because I he actually did in the live aid version of the song. So is that when he's wearing a, a version, white tank top? I think so. Yeah, I so love the, he that actually, version. So he actually does sing it, and it is in, I think, a very popular version of the song that gets yeah. listened to now but i think in the original maybe he didn't but anyway it is a little bit that one's a little murky i i threw that in there before i really fully saw what it you know what That's that was fair. about i was just listening to that today although he did sing it at live aid oh, there. Oh, yeah okay oh. i did add that Margo i forgot says I there that. is no cornucopia stovetop stuffing exists though it's just not made by Stouffer's. It's a company that specializes in frozen foods that you microwave or cook in the oven. Right. Right. Hashtag mine not blown. Mine wow. not blown hashtag. Yeah. You know what's you know where you don't need an oven is for your uh your ice cream, your mint chip or whatever you just got. Yeah, I need I need I need like some you need a like straw. Um all right. Well, this has been fun. It was fun. It was a blast. Actually. Okay. Do you do you act? Do you remember Carol Burnett tugging on her ear at the end of the Carol Burnett yeah. show? Yes. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get this reference. Do you? No, I don't wait, either. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We we can uh, cut this in. <clears throat> Thank you.
Like this is literally him incriminating himself. Let it play. Let this it play. This, this, is this, is, this is exhibit A. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that man sitting there in the chair, which is where he's been for his entire tour, the farewell <laughs> tour. His name is Phil Collins. He was a drummer in Genesis. He became a lead man in the Phil Collins experience. That man watched a person, watch a person <laughs> drown. And that man did nothing. He sat there and all he did. Yeah, I was just thinking about his phone. Was write these words, put it to a melody while somebody was fighting for their life. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, ignorance is no form of innocence here. He saw it, he looked the other way, and he put a drum rip in there that every athlete and fan has ever done in a stadium when this song is played, but he deserves incarceration. Yeah. Right here. Here it is right here. This is where he's telling the guy. He wouldn't yeah. lend a hand. Yeah, you made yeah. this sound better because you put the actual song in the episode. Did I? I feel like you song. did. So it sounds like way better than this where you can like barely hear it. I swear to God, there was huh. a juggernaut with Josh in this episode. No, I don't think there is. Let me. Uh... Yeah, fast forward a little bit. Let's see. So instead of helping that man, I made this song. <laughs> I, I do love the idea of Phil Collins just watching someone drown and uh, oh and and just being and and in his head it's like. The guy's fingerprint. Yep. 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 I'm skipping ahead, but I yeah, don't skip think ahead. Well, you know what we should do? Wait. God, what is it? Eight fifty-seven your time. You got a nighttime of Netflix watching, and it was nine o'clock in LA when we filmed this. It was yeah. midnight in Atlanta. Uh -huh. Wow, so late night. I get scared in those parts. <laughs> yeah, that because I was there. That's the episode. There's no juggernaut okay. with Josh. Can I ask you some questions then before we close this out? Because I know yeah. we've been going for a thousand hours, and no, people yeah, sure. have now tuned off. But like, well, it won't have been a thousand hours by the time because I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fluff edits. in here we can get rid of. Okay, so I have to ask because I'm so curious because I listened to a lot of episodes recently that had a lot of juggernaut with Josh in them. Mm -hmm. A okay. Question one: Does Vanessa listen to this? No. 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 Okay, question two. Do you share with her what, like, Juggernaut with Josh is and what you guys talk about and stuff on the podcast? Yeah, so we have talked about it. Okay. And does she feel like that's funny and okay? Yeah. She seems very yeah. easygoing, actually. I really like no, her. No, she, yeah, she is. She she definitely is. Um, Yeah, I mean, we had actually still talked about, like, I, I we were trying to figure out a time we can get her on like with me but like the timing never worked out it came close a couple times to working out but it just hasn't worked out because she's always at work when we're doing this or i think we something. should have her as one of the first 
coming back from summer break guests. Okay. Yeah, we could try to work that out. I think that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. She's personable and like funny. Like she would be a good guest. Yeah, people, but I feel like she gets shy about this kind of stuff, maybe. Well, maybe we can like ask Joe and Oliver to not like bring up so much of the sex stuff and just No, I think that's part of the that has to be part of it. Like it has to be yeah. we need her perspective. That's true. <laughs> we totally do you because know? I just listened to an episode where Joe said, um, where they where Oliver said it must have been the last it must have been one nine hundred daddy issues. And and Oliver said, Josh, when's the last time you made love? And you were like, eh, it's been a minute and this and that. <laughs> and and Joe goes, Well, you know what I think would help? If you put you have like a little Bluetooth by your bed, can you play um the Jeopardy theme song when you're having sex and put that right by your head and play that? And you were like, right. Yeah, great. Vanessa's gonna love that. It's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It was really, I mean, it, that's true. It was really, you're very open. I will credit you with that. I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't like, I don't plan to be or necessarily want to be, but I have no filter and I just can't, I have to fill the space with words. They have to be, <laughs> there's got to be some words of some kind. And when they're asking me a question and I'm thinking about it, it just comes out. I like it. I think it And it's adds. not necessarily like, I think most people would stop and be like, Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about this like in front of people and stuff. But for me, it's like, oh, I bleh, 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 bleh. like I need to say stuff. Okay, but also the funny part is, is that also you have the ability to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, but you also you also don't understand. Like by the time we're done recording yeah. and it gets to the editing stage, I'm just like done. I just want it. I just want it to be like. Well, and I think it. that there's something very. So I know that there are much more successful podcasts than this, but I think that something very special about this one is we really, you're right, not a lot is edited out. It is I'm like the only podcast editor honest. that really doesn't like to cut things. I think that that's, <laughs> but that's important for people to know because they don't know that. we. There's generally, occasionally I know Joe has texted you or group texted and been like, cut this or maybe we should like reduce this conversation but for the most part every episode i feel like pretty much airs as is yeah it's super honest and like very authentic okay so let's you take it All right, so I guess we did uh, the fir- the world's first ever podcast re-listen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I know you said other podcasts have done it, but I just I can't. I don't. I call bullshit on it. Okay, well, it's the first ever daddy issues. It's re-listen. the first ever dad issues re-listen. There you go. That's right. Dad issues. That's right. Dad issues. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, dad I've, issues hashtag. Yes, exactly. Nobody's going to get that but us. But um, I had a wonderful time, Josh. Thank you for doing this. I know you didn't want to, so thank you. No, I really didn't. But it was, uh, it was, you know, it was more fun than I anticipated, I think. And I didn't think I'd have any commentary, but I guess I, guess I do. You had quite a bit of very interesting and engaging commentary. Well, so. what I was thinking is the commentary that I was thinking you were looking for was like behind the scenes stuff. Like, what were you doing when they talked about that? I was like, 
<laughs> sitting here watching it. I don't know. What do you want no. from me? Uh, no, I didn't want that kind of, I want a commentary like about you and just about like, you know, exactly and what now we in, did. In Ex- this part of the episode, I, I turned down the fader a couple <laughs> decibels on Joe's mic. People don't know that. They think I just leave it at the same level the whole time. But you know I, what? there are people who there are like three people out there who might find that interesting, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I think uh, that we I'm going to go ahead and say and then I'm going to not check any kind of reviews or feedback after this. Good. Good is call. posted tomorrow. But I'm going to say we did a decent job for having never hosted a podcast, never having done this. And I was a little bit nervous. I think that like, you know, it's something different than just putting the solid episode out. So. Right. That's true. Here we go. Take it or leave right. it. And and final thought. If you hated it, let us know. It will hurt, but let us know. Yeah. And if yeah, you loved it, let us know because. We might not be able to do it every week until the guys come back, but we could do it maybe once or twice more. Yeah. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, we could do it again. Unless people absolutely hate it and then we won't waste our time. That's true. <laughs> it wasn't a waste but, of time, uh, Josh. I had a very enjoyable time with no, you. No, I didn't mean that. I mean, you know, like <laughs> we won't attempt to do it if it's not uh anything anybody Pleasant wants. For but. people. That's true. I have a quite annoying voice, so people might have tuned off like 45 no. minutes ago. But. No, you just have to use that 900 daddy issues voice <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> That's true. Oh, and real quick, I feel like I should say, because I'm not sure if we mentioned it on this episode, we've said it on other episodes, but Joe and Oliver are planning on coming back to do new, fresh, original episodes at the end of the summer. They're, they're kind of just taking a summer break for family. Oliver's work schedule's crazy, so... Make sure to stay tuned for that. But until then. We're signing off. We're leaving. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger.